and welcome to the 15th episode of Too Long Didn't Listen. I'm joined today by Rachel Feinstein. Yes. Hi. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> and uh, Nate Bargatze. Yes, exactly. Two comedians who both uh, were in the neighborhood today and joining yeah, me. Yeah, it worked out. It all worked out. <laughs> um, awesome. So I have to first off say that we are recording this episode at approximately 420 on 420. Wow. It's so, a big deal. Yeah, is it? yeah. So that's like, you know, people are on board of that. So right now there are a lot of people getting high. Oh, it's like got to be the, that's every show tonight, I think. Every comedy show has something to do with 420 and, I know. can't get high. It's accentuated. It accentuates like every quality I've been trying to erase for several years. I just, <laughs> yeah, I just shiver and I'm frightened when I get high. So more of a drinker. How about you, Nate? Uh, yeah, I was drinking. Like, yeah. I, you know, I think a long time ago, like, you know, but yeah, not like 420 has never been anything to me. Yeah, it is kind of like a comedy gimmick, it seems like. They would yeah. have a show that's supposed to be like that. Have you guys ever tried to do comedy while high, or do you ever partake? No, they have a show. I never did it, but they, they do a show where they get people that are high. I mean, it's got to be, it seems like, I think it's. A, I think people like it. I think if you're, if the audience is high, and then the comic's high, like, probably it's fun. But if you just stumbled into that show... You might be like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, my God. I'd be terrified. I'd make yeah. a wild asshole out of myself. If you were sure. high on stage. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I'm high and I'm not on stage, I'd, I'd make inappropriate, weird eye contact. It's, I'm very jarring. I'm not acceptable <laughs> when I'm high. I'm, very, I'm vaguely or barely unacceptable, I guess is the word I'm trying to look for when I'm not high. But high, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm completely worthless. <laughs> yeah. Just frightened and worthless. It does kind of seem like one of those things where when you're, you know, when you're, you know, growing up or whatever, if you smoke with your friends and everyone, you think you're so much funnier when, you know, you're smoking. Right. Yeah. But then in reality, if you were to play that back, not very funny. And we already think we're so much funnier than we are <laughs> without being high. So can you imagine? Right. We did this poker game like a long time ago with, uh, it's like a lot of female comics and it was like a, like a ladies night poker game and some people from Comedy Central. And I had like a few, like a few bites of a, a pot brownie, and they were they're like friends of mine, and they're like real cool with women that work at Comedy Central. Everybody was really nice, but um, I came in really late to the poker game, and I don't. I was like, oh, I don't know how to play poker. Like I'm an idiot. Don't worry about me. And so everybody just like dealt me in, and I was all allowed to come in like much later. And then I just kept winning and winning. Yeah. And I just kept getting more and more paranoid that they <laughs> thought like that was my big plan. Yeah. And I never win anything like that, yeah. you know? I'm like, don't know anything. And then I won the whole thing and I won like $700. Yeah. And then I got really paranoid that like they all thought I was scamming them. Like you're hustling them. That I was hustling. Yeah. I was a hustler. Because she yeah. comes in late, <laughs> acts like she's busy. You're really just standing, they think you're just standing outside waiting for your time. Yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, Anne Harris, you know Anne, yeah. right? Her husband, such a sweetheart, Sean. Yeah, yeah. He had to like talk me down like on a balcony. He was like, nobody thinks you're a hustler. Yeah. It's all right. Like every, everyone's just, you know, drunk and no one's thinking about you right now. And I'm like, yeah. no, they think I'm a hustler. And then uh, Keith Robinson got told the story. So he just makes fun of me for ever. He's <laughs> like, Rachel thinks she's a hustler. God damn it. Dumb <laughs> Rachel thinks she can hustle anyone. Dummy. <laughs> yeah, they all mocked me. People forever. get mad too. P poker got like... If you come in not knowing how to play and win, I think they get furious. Yeah. Like they don't like it. Cuz they like they it, cuz it's you know, they want to play it for It's always like playing blackjack. Like when I go, I cuz I don't play cards either. Like and when you go play blackjack, I'll ask the people next to me what they want me to do. It's not like they want you to lose, but they don't want you to like to be like if you're 18 like hit me. 
that'll make someone furious. Right. Because they think that card was going to mint. You know, it's like you just kind of right. throw everything off. Oh, right. So like they, it was meant for them. Yeah. So yeah, they we, just don't want you to be like a wild idiot. They, yeah, they don't. They're not even though you to might like, win. Yeah, exactly. They just want you to stay within the realm of how things are supposed to be done. Yeah, because yeah. they take it too serious. Especially yeah. like you just be at like a casino on a boat where you're like, all right, everybody, <laughs> let's calm down. Like you know, like this is on ESPN. I have no poker face either. I like I get really excited. I make noises <laughs> yeah. when I have a good head. I'm like, woo. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a real this dick. I don't know how I won the game. Yeah. yeah, I think I was just, everybody was drunk. I think yeah. that's the way to go, is do it where over, I would be overexcited. You could read me too, like just, because how do you not be excited being like, Whew. just everybody keeps going. I think you could read, I think hearing this, you could probably read our poker hands. Yeah. And yeah, they just heard us not seeing our faces. To I do guess it. that would be another like form of poker face though, to just act way excited about every hand. That's what I would have to do. <laughs> and then you wouldn't be able yeah. to tell yeah. which one. Amy was fucking with me. Amy kept going. I'm like, they think I'm hustling. I didn't know. I swear I didn't know. And she's like, it's just that we would have given you money, I think is the is the sad thing about it. <laughs> like if you just had said you were in trouble. Yeah, so I yeah. feel like that's what's kind of upsetting everyone right now is just, just ask and, yeah. and, and not do this kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, so. Everybody's folding on purpose. Just to, uh, <laughs> Pity folds. Um, well, awesome. Well, let's talk about uh, your pal, Amy, for a second. I know you, um, so you've been having, uh, you had a few appearances on Inside Amy Schumer. Yeah, this and season's going to be really funny. Yeah, really looking forward to that. What's like your favorite um, thing you worked on this season? Um, Sketch. We did, we just, uh, I'm trying to think, maybe Milk Milk Lemonade, that was fun. Um, we did another sketch. What could where that we were, be about? We were, we did, it was just a, it's is just that a the video that's already, video. is that the yeah. song? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's hilarious. Yeah, I have yeah. a small part of it. Yeah. I'm just twerking in the background. Yeah. You, you'd miss me if you were looking for <laughs> twerking, my specific yeah. twerk. Yeah. yeah. No, but that, that is amazing. insanely hysterical. Yeah. We did another, like, this sort of 80s sketch that's really funny, too. But, um, yeah, we watched, I mean, I've seen, like, clips of it, but it's sort of insane, the stuff that they're getting away with now. I think this season's going to be so funny. Awesome. And you were in Trainwreck, too, right? Yeah. That's coming out this summer. Yeah, that's really good. It's going to be much. It. It's exciting to see, because I think Amy was around. I think we all started, basically... The same here, right? In New yeah. York. Those are kind of the same class, I guess. So basically, yeah. I think they're basically the same class. I've been like uh, the Boston comedy yeah. club. And uh, so it's exciting. to see. It's crazy to see. I like being in comedy now longer, just where you're like, cause, you know, when you first start, you're like, you don't know what's going to, no one knows what's going to happen. Yeah. And you're just all just really trying to do jokes. You're just trying to get on stage. You're not even, you're not even couldn't even imagine thinking of anything else. Sure. And so now it's like exciting to see everybody like kind of doing things, you know, and it's pretty wild to see it. And then Amy just, you know, it's how insane f- right now. And they just won a Peabody award. And yeah, yeah it's pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah. Like that make, must make it so much more like you don't set out to be like, we're going to be influential in our comedy. I mean, you set out to be funny and then yeah. something like that happens. It must be pretty validating. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And when, when I started, I just wanted to see my name on like a flyer. And I thought oh, my name was on a printed on a flyer. Then. If you could have been, yeah, like, yeah. Or, yeah, they say your name is on the show and they hand out flyers, like, we have this person, you know. Yeah. And they say, now I still hear them say my name. You're like, no one, like, you're no still one like, cares. now it's in, you're like, it's embarrassing. Don't say my name. All right. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> That's the thing, too. Yeah. With comics, it's like now once you get something, you think it means something and then you get it and you're like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. Nothing. You learn that yeah. nothing, no one watches anything. Well, that's yeah. interesting, though, because, like, I mean, it's obviously great to see your friends, you know, you guys, your friends succeed, you help each other. But what is like, yeah, what do you feel like right now is the um, 
sort of the bucket list of comedy when you're when you're you know working in your career you guys are you know at it for years and years is it still just that tv show is it the special on a certain network or is it like more of an online following or what do you guys feel like is like the pinnacle of like what people are trying to reach these days i mean i think amy's doing it Whenever yeah she does, that's the, like, yeah that's uh i mean i think it's different pat you know it's like you just see I think the longer I'm in it now, it's like I just see like the the, the different paths, uh, whether it be like a sitcom or it could be like Amy did, and then now movies, and uh, mm-hmm. so it's like there's just there's different ways, and you see that there's different ways, and there's ways to get a fan base of where maybe you know a mass, you know maybe it wouldn't be uh, like uh, so sort of example like Brian Regan. Yeah. He's one of the best comedians in the world. But Brian Regan could probably walk down the street and he would get recognized. I'm sure he gets recognized every day, but it wouldn't yeah. be like if Amy now walked, or like, you know, Leonardo right. DiCaprio walking down the mm. street where it's a mob. So, but he's extremely successful. And so you just kind of see like, now it's almost like just, if you can consistently work, I started getting like, if I see someone that does comedy for 25 years and they're still making money, that's like impressive to me now on a level, you know, that's not an exciting, I mean, obviously you want to be. Yeah, but just having that sort of longevity and. It's so hard to even, because you see so many people quit and so many people kind of fall out. And yeah, so just like, I don't know, making money at this is uh, mm-hmm. insane. You know? And I think it's nice also when you're, I'd like to be able to like not have to be on the road as much or when I am to be able to control the environment a little bit more, you know, mm-hmm. and work always with my friends and it's just less isolating for me, you know, than when you're just like, um, yeah, it would be nice to have shows where there's like, there's not like some people in them that have no idea who you are just because they're, they're more likely to like nap or cuss at you or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was doing a show in uh, Vegas and this guy was just fast asleep in the front row without a care in the world. seriously happen? Yeah. Yeah, He was taking himself a nice, nice, sweet nap and I acknowledged it and I was just like, and he was very annoyed. He did not care for me interrupting his nap. Yeah. Not one bit. He got up and he was like real stern. He didn't care for me and my like sassy opinions. I, it was. Like, I think he just because I think it was a casino and he just didn't want to gamble, so he yeah. went into the comedy club so, to stop himself from gambling. Yeah. Took himself a nice nap, and then I woke him up, and he was very annoyed by me standing over him. He's like, "I didn't need this," and he was <laughs> strutting around yeah, with her yeah. sassy New York opinions over me. <laughs> yeah, so that it would be nice to be at a point where, like, yeah, you're, it's not just like any animal. It's not just like a free for all in your shows. Yeah, yeah there's a do, reason. Yeah, and to do stuff that's like you know, satisfying and creative with your friends just to make stuff with your friends. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be like definitely the the vibe now, I feel like, especially with Comedy Central, it just feels like you, you know, certain people get on, you know, get their shows on Comedy Central and then everyone kind of brings in everyone that they know. And that seems to be like a more, you know, at least like an organic yeah. way to, you know, you bring want them funnier to, people together. You want them to trust you. Like, I think yeah. that's all comics want to build up to is like, just be like, just trust me. Yeah. I don't want this to be bad. Let me make it funny. Yeah. Don't just just trust me and I promise I'll give you what you want. And uh, you just want to get to that level where they do trust you instead of like, you know, where they can kind of tell you uh, what to do and stuff like that. You know, yeah, I've been on shows where they try to tell you what or, you know, you they write things and they're not 
funny and and then you feel bad saying so and you're gonna be called a bitch if you don't want to say a certain line because they're just deemed difficult but oh, it's yes. nice to be able to control it because sometimes you know like you'll be like oh i landed this great thing and you're like oh i have to read these corny unfunny jarring yeah. lines and they're gonna think i'm an asshole if i don't want to say something in a certain way or think it's better so it's nice yeah. to be trusted for sure yeah yeah i'm doing a pilot right now with amy and i are executive producing and yeah that's so, so it's exciting. like it's good to like and um her sister kim who's really funny um for Comedy Central, so they're they're like letting us kind of do it, you know, which is cool. But yeah, exactly. You know, we'll see. It's a pilot, but like, it's nice to be able to like focus and work with your friends and try to. It's make how it should funny. be. Yeah, that's the best chance. Yeah, if you like, make things with your friends, and then I think also just like comics helping each other. It's like most of us. That's how we get everything. You know? And your friends too are like your friends are professional comedians. Like it's not like you're trying to be like my buddy I grew up with in junior high. That's not a comedian, you know, and like like. It's like you're like I'm bringing my friends are just happen to be we would always to like uh, comics talk about like it's crazy now that you're friends with people that are some of the best comedians in the world yeah and they're like your closest friend. and it's just wild to like just because you're in that world we're here in New York doing shows and we all kind of move here and then you know in comedy you're around each other 24 hours a day basically so you just become friends with people and it's the funniest people in the world too. It is fun, yeah. Like no matter what bullshit, it's a we have fun to career. With. It seems like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of heinous things, yeah. and you know, uh, hurling yeah. yourself from city to city, never, you know, all that kind of thing. But it is like at the end of the day, yeah. it's definitely community comics. They can be complete, you know, animals and children and everything yeah. like that. But at the end of the day, like if somebody gets hurt, like nobody's going to raise money faster than comics for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It, yeah, they'll all help each other, and they're you can count on them to be hilarious and be entertained all the time if you're hanging out um nate you have a one hour special coming out yeah. comedy central you've done the, the half hour right rachel yeah so you know for preparing for and you know you did conan to nate right uh-huh. and- look i'm quitting comedy soon so i don't want you guys to worry about it uh i'll get out i mean i can't get out yet because uh for one it's pretty tough to quit something no one knows you do so <laughs> there's that hurdle there's actually no one even to quit. Even if I wanted to quit, no one cares that I'm doing this. Like, I don't have a boss. I can't just call Cosby and be like, look, I'm out, all right? <laughs> Here's why I do it. My, my dad is an entertainer as well. He's a magician. Still is a magician. Uh, but, but just in a, like, he started as a clown. Like, I don't want to come up here and come off like I come from some rich magic family and <laughs> I'm better than you guys, all right? He paid his dues, his clown dues. It's weird when your dad's a clown, though. It's weird every day. Uh, it made me not like clowns, you know? Like, because have you ever been yelled at by a clown? I have. Yeah. Do you know how confusing that is to get screamed at by a guy that's got a smile painted on his face? You're like, is this good? It's not good. But when you're doing, like, when you're preparing the TV set, Mm-hmm. Like what, um, how much time do, is it like, you know, for an hour set you work for like X amount of months on it or, you know, when do you feel like that is ready for television? For an hour, it's, uh, I, for an hour it was just like, you're just, I don't know. It's like, it was like time to do one. It's like going on the road and, uh, just doing the set and figuring it out. And you're just like, you feel like you're ready to be like, all right, I have, you know, I'll go on the road and do an hour and it works. So you're just like, I think I'm ready. And then it's a matter of them saying, yes, we want to do it too. Like, so when they are like, yeah, let's do it. I think I was right about when I did mine, which is going to air. But like now it's like, I think I was ready to do, like, I was like, all right, I'm ready to do one. Uh, You know, so I I knew I was like, you can just feel, I think when you're kind of like, 
I feel like I'm about ready. And whether it happens a week from that when you feel that or two years from that, but you just know you're kind of like I'm in the area of like being like, all right, I want to put something down. Because you want to put it down so there's like a mark almost to be like, here's where I was. Yeah. Here's this hour. Now I can move forward and try to start coming up with new stuff. And do you have to like, how much does the network um, I guess Comedy Central, do they like when you're working on the hour, do they ever like coach you or talk to you about your material or is it no. just completely no, you straight from you? Whatever you want, right? They, uh, with the hour, they let Unless me Unless there's edit like a legal it. issue. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, I have like you referencing some stuff. Uh, yeah. Like any, you know, like I say Kmart and like I have a joke in there uh, where I say Pep Boys, but I, I wasn't allowed to say Pep Boys. Uh, so I just had to make it something else. Which it like worked out. I was almost not. It would be enough to almost like th- be like, well, I don't even want to do it. Not that I want. Not that I hate Pet Boys, but it just was like a weird flow. Like it's, yeah, sometimes it, that's uh, you're right. That's not true. Sometimes you have to change stuff for either legal reasons or you can't say certain words on television, which is annoying. Yeah. And then sometimes a joke isn't funny if you don't use that specific yeah. word. And sometimes it's a curse word too, because sometimes you just need a certain curse word to like punctuate a point. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, there's always times where you're just saying things just to say them and you can clean up your set, you know? Yeah. yeah. But there is sometimes where it's like that dick is just funnier than penis or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. 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 The word yeah. sounds... And yeah. that's that's frustrating when you're getting ready for something to like yeah. figure that stuff out. But you made it work? Yeah. No, yeah. I ended up... Yeah, it actually worked out fine. And then what's funny, I did something else and I did the joke, uh, something for Showtime that's airing like in July or August. And I actually say Pet Boys. So if you somehow see both, I guess you're, if you're hearing this, you just know it's Pet Boys. Pet but boys I was able furious. to actually put <laughs> Pet Boys back in. And then, yeah. And the late night sets are, you just like, uh, I don't know, you just have five minutes, you go run it. Like when it's time, you know, you just know you have like, a, like I'm doing one tomorrow, this night show, which I think this will not air till after. But uh, wow. it's uh, there you go. Like I'll go, I'm running around. I have... Like, I'll probably do, try to do four or five, just five-minute sets tonight. And, and you wear a suit? I have a, a sports coat. Nice one? Yeah. You got, they get, they oh, get yeah. fancy suits, the boys. Oh, yeah? yeah? Right? Well, Letterman, you have to. I remember Tommy John again saying that. He's like, you want to make it at least as much or twice as much as what you're making on the show? Is that your suit rule? I don't no, know what your man's suit rule is. Mine's, There's some sort of suit yeah. rule going around. I think it's rule. as much. Mine's as, but I'm not wearing... I think Letterman, you have to wear, he wants you to wear a suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for mine, though, like it's, I have like, it's like a button down, like a sports coat. I felt like when you do like a late night set, like with like when I was like late night founder, late Conan, like mm-hmm. it feels like a little more like you could, you just wear like a button down or something. I don't know. There's like a feel to it. Not, I'm not saying it's better or worse, but it's one could be like, it just feels a little more like, I don't have like, it's like, this is, I don't know, more laid back. Versus, I don't know, for some reason, the Tonight Show feels like you're like, I should wear. Gotta dress like a, up a little bit. Yeah. How do you think, Rachel, like, um, do you feel like guys kind of have it easier in, in the aspect of deciding what to wear when they're performing? Or do you put a lot of thought into, like, what you're wearing when you're performing? I guess so. I mean, I guess it's easier. Yeah, if you're a guy, you can just throw any ironic t-shirt on. Yeah. yeah. I don't ever like wearing stuff on a t-shirt because I don't, like, I, I just think it's funny when comics wear, if you have something funny in your t-shirt, you're like, you're trying to be funny. Yeah, and it's then distracting. You're, like, That's you're like making them look. But yeah, comics, yeah, guys can wear like hoodies and stuff and uh, just whatever they want. I'm jealous of guys that wear suits. Uh, comic Ryan Stout uh, wears a suit. And what he and he was like, it's the best thing in the world because there's the no All the time, thought. he always wears a suit. Yeah. Right, right, right. You have four ties. You have your suit. You might change your mm-hmm. shirt. But there's no thought to it. 
to yeah, where it's like a costume. You have a little, yeah. You have somewhat a little thought, but I don't. It's not like there's no way it's as much as uh, like a, a a woman's outfit would be. I would imagine, but I don't know. But you have a little bit, and like so, if you had a suit, you're just like. You just yeah, wear the tie. It's the same as outside thought. of comedy. I was really. gonna say, yeah. yeah. I feel though. like with outside, women's clothes, there's too many we, options. We always think we we think more about yeah. There's more <laughs> to choose from. And, yeah, yeah, more decisions to make. Yeah, for sure. Well, women, once you have to wear it too, like you have to think about like you can't wear, like can't be like too sexy or something or like right because you got like there's a balance of like you they got to listen to you. You can't you know. Just be like. I mean, I guess it depends. It's like, I mean, it's sort of it, it can, but I think it can it can um, like what you're wearing. I think can factor into your act more as a woman than it yeah. can as a guy. Probably. Is that bad to say that? Is that, sort is that of, no right? No, no. <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. You know, yeah. you you think about those things and stuff like, but I mean, you don't want to like. I don't know. I mean, whatever anybody's specific style is, is fine. I think it used to be like if you were like a female comic, everybody expected you to like dress like a beastie boy or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's true anymore. Pants, like you can wear a dress. I, yeah. I like to wear dresses. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. Right. Yeah. There's not that. There used to be, I feel like, more of an idea that you're like supposed to be a tomboy or something like that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm not really. So, but, but I think, um, yeah, obviously you can't just like pull your entire cans you can't have like 18 19ths of tittage <laughs> showing that that'd be a Just, little distracting yeah. but I People think like what are you talking about? <laughs> I worked out that on that fraction by the way yeah, yeah. 18 yeah. of tittage but um but yeah I mean I like wearing dresses and stuff like that like dresses and heels if I have a special I'll dress yeah. up you know but um but and you do a lot yeah. of impressions so I think it's funny too Rachel like when you have like like for example in you know like on um uh, women who kill and when you, you just I was just watching that recently and like the um the uh when you get into some of the characters it starts to be like even a f- you know funnier because of the uh the dynamic between your how you look and how you're dressing and then you're like <laughs> doing this like thug voice I don't think and I have then- <laughs> to worry about being too sexy because I just use these Let's jarring like heinous characters <laughs> so yeah I don't really have like that like se- a sexy flirtatious act so no matter what I'm wearing um I'm do gonna you, like, appear you heinous in many moments or, like when you do like right or anybody yeah any of the <laughs> anybody really that I'm imitating yeah whatever like gnarl form my face is take yeah I don't think I have I'm not in danger of like arousing people too much (laughs) heinous voices how does your mom feel about your impressions of her my mom works with all these black women and somebody on her staff told her that she has soul they probably thought it was hilarious somebody now my mom thinks she's the truth my mom thinks she's Wiz Khalifa or something it's a problem anyone that comes over to our house now my mom's favorite thing to say is she goes people always tell me they go Karen you should have been born black and it's true I dance like I'm black I'm a soulful dancer I don't even understand what's happening when she's dancing it's so jarring and upsetting but she kind of dances like she's stirring herself it's just this sort of very problematic frontal stirring there are a lot of sideways accusatory glances for some reason she gets very suspicious while she's dancing fucked up shit and I'm sorry that I've exposed you guys to it I think she wants to be like one of those white women in the movies that saves a black school that's my mom's dream in life you know I don't do as much of her as I used to do but I feel like when you first start you talk about your parents all the time and that's just like the main thing and now I feel like I'm talking more about other stuff but I but when I do talk about her uh she likes it she gets upset if she's not in it yeah she'll go where was I that's her odd way of (laughs) working after a show yeah that's funny she's part of the show she'll go where was I yeah yeah, she likes it. She likes it when I talk about how, like, when I was talking about how she wants to be black and stuff, I think she liked it. I think she thought it, like, gave her street cred, even though it didn't. Like, I was her, <laughs> yeah. but she didn't really understand that fully. Yeah. yeah. Well, she gets to, you know, it's like, she gets to be like, there's my daughter, and that's me. 
Yeah. You know? Famous by association. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you do you don't do any impressions, Nate? No, I've this voice. That's it. And this is it. How does your accent do you feel like I mean, I don't wanna alarm you, but you have a little bit of an no. accent. <laughs> <laughs> does that ever like um when you were first starting out and, and doing comedy on the East Coast, did that ever kind of factor into your act? Do you reference it or uh explain I would say I'm from it. Tennessee and then I mean I think I'd probably I don't know I, I some I, I would I guess talk about it never anything crazy because uh, there's a point you don't want to be like it's like you don't want to be like the redneck dude like and I was I love Nashville and I love the south so uh but uh yeah I don't know I used to have the, the problem was I used to, I think my accent I didn't think it when you live in the south you don't think you even have an accent everybody you know just the same way I think any New Yorker would think you just everybody sounds like you and uh, I would have trouble words. I don't think people would understand what I was saying. Like, because uh, I would just, if I said it too, like, so if I just talk normal, it just, I say feelings, like, I had a joke, like, like I think I still say it wrong. Uh, like, you know, like your feelings. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Can you, do you I know what no I'm saying? I have no idea what you're saying right yeah. now. <laughs> uh, See, like your, your, feelings. Emo- your emotions. Oh, your feelings. Your feelings. That yes. was an adorable attempt so, at that word. What yes. a fun loving try you just gave it. So I would say feelings. Feelings. Your feelings. feelings. And it almost sounds like your feelings in your like teeth. Like your teeth. Yeah. And so when I would do it, I, there would be, I, had, I changed uh, a joke to emotion because I didn't, people didn't know what I was saying. Oh. And so they wouldn't, they would like not follow. It's thinned out a lot. I remember when I first met you, I think like years ago in like Caroline's, I had no idea what you were saying. I was like, (laughs) he has like a charming way about him, but I have no idea what he's talking about. But now I don't really hear hear it too much. I mean, you can. What's been, yeah, 13 years of being gone. So it's like, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it comes and goes, but where it gets thick and stuff. So I don't think so. But I did think you talk about dressing. I would think like sometimes I would think like about wearing a suit, but then do you ever think this like it wouldn't match your act? Do you ever think what you could wear wouldn't match your, like, I like I wore a suit. I'm like, I don't know if that would match, like, my act. I could see, yeah, if you're talking, especially if you're talking about being kind of, like, like, sometimes I'll talk about being, like, kind of slovenly or whatever, just, like, worthless yeah. in certain ways or lazy or you, yeah, you yeah. remark on your own. Yeah, but I could see as a guy, like, wearing a suit would confuse that because it kind of signifies success you, or, yeah. yeah, some shit. Like, if you're being self-deprecating and then you're like, well, that's it. Two thousand dollars suit. I don't know. I don't have. I don't have yeah, two thousand dollars suit. Yeah, suit is so specifically like a, formal. So yeah. it is. A, it is kind of a specific message. Where a dress, you could wear something that was like a little quirky, a little fun. It wouldn't or have to be like yeah, a ball gown. Yeah, a yeah. suit is like. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I remember when I. Uh, when I was growing up, I used to love that film, uh, Secret of My Success. Do you remember that? Oh movie? yeah. I don't know. Where Michael J. Fox comes to New York City and he tries to like. He works make in it. the mailroom and then uh, yeah yeah and then he like moves up and then he makes it like on like in the big town or whatever. It's the fake it till you make it yeah. movie basically. Yeah. I loved that movie yeah. so much, but I remember thinking like, yeah, that's a that's a business person, like that's a serious person. He wants to be a serious person, and it still kind of <laughs> means that. Yeah. 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 Either you're like a silly. Yeah, yeah, fun, wild guy, or you're a business person, yeah, yeah. whatever the hell that meant. But when I was a kid, I was like, wow, he became a real businessman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those childhood distinctions still pretty much hold true, I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Nate, your dad is a um, magician. You talk about magician, this in your act. Yeah. So there's someone who would, I'm assuming, wear something pretty flashy on stage. Yeah, yeah, he wears a tuxedo. He does, but he goes with his... He's a magician. He's been done. Did he it go for, on the road a lot when you were growing up? Yeah, and you know what? I didn't even realize what it was until like now. So now it's like I almost appreciate it more. It's like thinking all the bad gigs you have to go do. Where I'm like, man, he was doing. So I mean, this was the '80s, you know. So he mm-hmm. was doing some bad road gigs, you know, back then. And I didn't know he just wouldn't like. Sometimes he would go out. He was always there. Like he had a job. He, he was a teacher, 
So mm-hmm. he had like a, a day job, but like, yeah, he was gone. He still does it now. And he's, he's very, very good. He's very funny and he's done it for a long time and like very respected in the magic community. So it's not like he's just like, this is like a side job. He's good at it. And uh, so, yeah, it's pretty wild to grow up with, you know, with that. That's my special is called full-time magic. And it's like a joke I have about him doing that. And cause he started as a clown and uh, he was a clown when I was a kid. And then my first memory in life was uh, meeting the Easter Bunny because uh, he did a show. I was like five, and he did a show as a clown, and the Easter Bunny was there. It was like at a mall, and he, the Easter Bunny, I guess, needed a ride home. I don't know if it was going good for that guy. <laughs> and, uh, he was like, yeah, do you mind just swinging by and meeting my kids? And I literally my first memory is uh, them pulling up in the car, and these, I remember the Easter Bunny's head was like tilted to the side because it was like a 1983 Easter Bunny, you know, like where I think the right. ears are like hard and like the head's hard and like uh, his head. And I remember he had a seatbelt on because it was all white. I just remember seeing like a brown seatbelt. And then he got out of the car and met me and my brother. And uh, then were I you excited? Like were you terrified? No, or? yeah, we were like stoked. Like I have a picture yeah. of it. I have it like in my album when I sell it. I have a, like a digital book. I don't know if anybody will ever even see that, but it's uh, but I have a picture of it on that. That must be him. so funny to see the Easter Bunny like getting out of a car. Yeah, I feel like that would disenchant <laughs> me a little bit. Well, you just don't. I mean, your dad, you know, and my dad's a clown. Like that's not even like that doesn't even. Was he dressed as a clown? Me. Yeah, he would come when home the as a Easter clown. Bunny came. But the bunny did yeah. he do? Did he do? Was he still doing his act? Like was he was he like a full on bunny when he met you, or was he like? That'd be funny if he was just like slacking at that point. Yeah, you like, see him flick a cigarette out. Yeah, he's and like, he puts I'm not that kind on. of bunny that's always yeah. on. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or was he like being like a bunny for you? He like, was being bunny. just, you know, sugar. I think came out, sugar hands, took a picture. <laughs> like, you know, so there wasn't no like I didn't see his head come off or anything, and he didn't do anything uh, real big. He didn't molest you or anything. No, no, he didn't. They, we, my parents didn't leave him with it. You know, like <laughs> he's going to watch you tonight. You're like, oh. Great. Uh, so, but it's, we have pictures of like, there's a picture of me with like swinging and, uh, and my, the picture is clearly supposed to be just me, but my, you can kind of catch my dad and he's dressed as a clown in the back. And that was always funny just cause it's like the clown's not supposed to be there. You know what I mean? Like it's just, <laughs> we accidentally got my dad in the picture. It just happens to be a clown. So it's a clown. Like, and if you saw it, it would look like, oh, y'all doing something fun with that clown. You're like, no, this is just clear. This is <laughs> supposed to be unrelated. It's supposed to be just this kid <laughs> in a swing set. And it happens Are to your parents be... still married? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. What does your mom do? She, uh, she stays at... No, go ahead. No, yeah. She stays at... Uh, she works... No, she doesn't. stays at home. She watches all... Like, she has a lot of grandkids. Mm-hmm. And so she's uh, kind of like helping. She helps with all of them, which is a lot of work. But and she so supported. She worked at a bank. Magic, and she supported. Yeah, yeah. She worked at a bank most mm-hmm. of her life, and uh, she, yeah, she supported it. Is uh, New York stand up? They, they're into your comedy and all that. And I mean, they. I, I was lucky to have the most supportive because they got it. Like my dad was excited. I think just to be going into an entertainment field, mm-hmm. and so when I moved, they would pay like. They would give me money. Like, I remember, in, I mean, I made them do, like, pay for contests that were the <laughs> most pointless contests. Like, we just would lose so much money, you know, like, for just whatever. Someone's like, stand-up like, competitions? Yeah, yeah, just, like, submit a video. It's $100 to do this. Man, I'm like, I got to do it, Mom. You got to, like, and so they would just constantly throw money uh, just to pay for And just literally their money just disappears because these contests, not all of them are, fa- but, like, most of them. One of them was the guy uh, 
I can't even remember his name. He managed uh, NSYNC and went to jail. I think he managed. Oh, the, the like unscrupulous like manager guy. Yes. Yeah. One was a contest with him that was in Orlando, and I I don't know I don't. All you had to remember. know was that it was in Orlando. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And it was at a in a hotel, and there was a hurricane. Uh, I mean, this was like 2003, maybe or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there was a big hurricane, and we couldn't go. All the flights were canceled and stuff like that, and we couldn't get our money back. And there was like an act of God where we were like trying to get our money. They wouldn't. Mm-hmm. My parents, I think that, that might have been seven hundred. I don't even know. Seven hundred dollars. Oh, it was like I don't. know. It was like a lot. And I've talked them into this astounding. to the thing being like but they believed in you. Yeah, they believed. They, so no, it's so nice. Them. So yeah. they were scammed. They were scammed because <laughs> they were so. I'm like, well, God, this is how you get discovered. This guy, <laughs> you go down there. It was like a big, like you know, like American Idol before American Idol. You know, it would be like yeah. just some big thing. Imagine American Idol. But no television promises. Like, I imagine the whole thing once you said Orlando. I already knew. <laughs> you already yeah, knew. Yeah. You could say the hotel. And but everything. yeah, my, about, par- yeah, my parents, parents are supportive too. They're they're cool. They're they're all in. But my dad's a blues musician, so they're yeah. So he gets you know. So you guys both kind of come from like a performing parent background. Yeah, Is that why you got into comedy, Rachel? Or I mean, did you think like, oh, I want to be a performer first, or did um, that come second? I didn't think I just want to like perform anything. I mean, but I. Uh, I had no other skills, really, and nothing that could be documented, at least. I was <laughs> I never went to college. I got, like, what, some horrific score. And it was so humiliating that I just blocked it out, whatever I got in my SAT scores. You yeah. did? Did you do SAT? I did. I think I did PSAT, actually. I might not have even taken it, but that, you know, I did yeah. badly enough on that. If you can I remember, I'll tell you mine. Yeah. mine. I did ACT, which I, I don't, I, like, I don't, I don't know even if remember the I think it was something that. around, like, between, like, eight and... 900 it was pretty bad mine was uh act 18 is the lowest you can get to get into college <laughs> and uh, i got a 17 <laughs> and so i had to take remedial classes and yeah. i literally i say i have a joke about this but i say i went to a community college for a year and did not get a credit because i was in all remedial classes like i took i took speech like it was like all these just like I mean, these classes that like there was juniors in high school that were doing better than me in college. And at least you went. Yeah, yeah for I didn't go at all. Yeah, I moved to New York with some guy in his band called Dick Sister. Dick Sister. Oh, that's so yeah. great. <laughs> that is college, though. You yeah, probably learn more than pretty educational. That's, that sounds yeah. like community college, really. Like that's <laughs> oh, I did that too. My teacher. <laughs> my teacher was in Dick Sister. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but so, so what do you guys think? I mean, you kind of were just touching on this a little bit, but like if comedy wasn't an option or hadn't worked out, where do you think you would have ended up career wise? I'd like to be, I, I, I wouldn't have been able to do this cause I, I don't think I, I could, I fall apart when I have to like fill out a form, you know, <laughs> I can't, yeah, I have a hard time concentrating, but I would have loved to be like a criminal profiler. I'm like fascinated with that. And I watch so much murder on TV, way too much murder. Yeah. And I'm reading this book about criminal profiling right now, and it's so good. Yeah. That's I'm, really specific. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't have. That sounds I mean, cool. I don't think I would have done that. But I'm saying, because I don't go, think I would have been able to pull it together. To <laughs> but I'm saying if I could do anything, right. that seems really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like the guy, like the, some of those profiling, like, okay, in this book I'm reading now, like one of the the things is like he was able to look at a crime scene and just tell that the killer had a lisp. Like he could look at crime scene photos and be able to tell that the killer had a lisp. Wow. Yeah, because he could imagine the crime as a profiler, you know? And yeah. it's not being psychic, but you've looked at enough cases that you start to imagine like how 
somebody would approach so someone, what yeah. would happen? And I find it so interesting, and I can't stop thinking about this book. This would book be I'm a good reading. character for you, baby. I'm talking about it too much. It's I'm really exhausting <laughs> people. I keep discussing this book and making people discuss it when it's not appropriate in conversations. You know, when you're doing that, yeah. At dinner, but, uh, you're, like, you're talking about murder, <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God. Look. Um, what about you, Nate? Uh, I would drive. I would be like a driving trucks. I, that's all. I would. I, when I moved here, I worked for FedEx. And uh, I delivered. I, I used to deliver mattresses and like a bunch of stuff in Nashville. And I always drove a truck. I know how to do it. You use a map, like before GPS. And uh, and then I. Uh, so it sounds like a, like this was like the seventies. Like I started working. <laughs> uh, but like two thousand three, when I moved, when I moved here in oh four. Uh, my first, I worked at FedEx and I delivered in Manhattan, uh, Queens, and Brooklyn. Which those are the two toughest. Manhattan's very easy because it's just a grid. Uh, but Queens and Brooklyn were a nightmare. Like, and I just, I, when I was 23 or 24, like, and just like having to figure out how to get around. And, but I was, uh, that's all I'm good at, good at driving. I tried to get a job in a clothing store and, um, on Broadway. It was called Fat Shoes and Clothes, and I thought it was so cool. <laughs> Fat, you know, like with a PH. PH. And I thought, like, I just moved to New York with Dick's sister, and I thought, like, I'd had arrived, you know, yeah. just because I was working on Broadway. I was so dumb. Just like I was like, oh, I'm working on Broadway yeah. <laughs> in a store called PHAT. I was like, I'm the coolest person alive. Yeah, I yeah. can tell my friends in Bethesda that uh, yeah. yeah, I've smoked them in life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I just got this dumb job at a clothing store, and I worked there for was fired in four hours. And I told everybody, you know, it was so yeah. embarrassing. Four hours. That's got to be like four some kind of record. Hours. And I told everybody. And uh, my mom told my aunt, because, you know, these sweet parents that are so proud. Yeah. It's almost sadder when your parents are, like, real proud and amped up for you when they're just waiting for it to work out. It's just almost more of a sadness <laughs> yeah. when it doesn't. You yeah. know, you have these hopeful, lovely people rooting for you, and you're still <laughs> you're still fucking up, yeah. you know? Yeah. So they told everybody in the family, and they were, like, very proud that I got my first real job or whatever. And then uh, I was supposed to, like, fold clothes. I And I was like, I can't fold. <laughs> And I had some weird, disgusting fold. I couldn't fake it either. Yeah. And the guy was just watching me, and he was very grossed out by my fold. He was like, no, that's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> and he gave me a little, like, he tried to get a girl to show me. She tried, and then she gave up really quickly. I was so off, you know? Just like, what a, I couldn't. I couldn't that's do it. so funny to be like that off of fo- like that they're just like there was some we can't even yeah. teach like, <laughs> we can't even teach her how to fold teach. she's too dumb <laughs> that should be and then, and then somebody somebody the other thing I was supposed to do was try to get people to um, buy things yeah. I can't do that either yeah I mean, it's not even an ethical thing. I mean, yes, I think that's wrong and weird and swarmy, but I can't do it. I'm not good at it. So I would just sort of hover around people and they were very grossed (laughs) out and suspicious of me. And I would just try to make suggestions and they were, yeah, they didn't care for me at all. They found me And you're folding so badly. So they're like, no way she works here. Like this, why is she just standing by us? She has a slovens (laughs) fold and she's just hovering near us and glaring. Yeah. And so the guy was, yeah, he was very disgusted with me and he called me over I mean, I, I had just, I wasn't like formally like, you know, hired. I just walked down Broadway and I kept asking people for jobs. And he was like, you come back at this time or whatever. And so we didn't have any paperwork cut it was out. Like so it was pretty out. easy for him to get rid of me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I just walked over and I was like, um, he, or he called me over. And then I, I asked him how I was doing. I was like, I'll keep work on my folds overnight or something. <laughs> it's a promise because I knew I was on thin ice. Yeah. And then he just went like, you go. Yeah. yeah, this kind of, I just remember he sort of made this like sort of, smeary kind of gesture towards the door 
He's just like, you go, nah. And he didn't even finish the sentence. It was just like <laughs> half a smear of a sentence. He was just like, nah. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, yeah. no, I have to stay. And he was like, nah, you, you go. Yeah. <laughs> and he just kind of made a gesture sort of towards the door. And I was like, but I'll come back tomorrow. And then he just sort of waved his yeah. head. But he didn't even finish, like, complete the full sentence. I wasn't worth that. He was too grossed out. He was kind of looking downwards. Yeah. And he just like... <laughs> Yeah, there was so this, technically like, it's like you weren't even fired because he didn't even sort of. Say they the might words. still yeah. be right now going like, well, <laughs> if she? Rachel shows up, y'all can leave early. <laughs> They're still waiting for you to show up. It was so, and it was very clear they didn't want me to set foot in that building again. And it was in the middle of my day. I yeah. thought I was supposed to be working till eight. I felt like such a dick. Aww. I know. I went back to Dick's sister. Like I, I walked all the way home. You know when you go through something really traumatizing, yeah. you have to go for like a weirdly long walk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I walked all the way over the Brooklyn Bridge, and I also didn't want to come right back. You know. And then I walked in early, and Dick's sister was just sitting around getting. He high. just goes, "Did you yeah. forget? You come back? He's like, did you forget something? Did you forget like, something? <laughs> yeah. No, no, like, no, no. no I've, I was, uh, yeah. I've been let go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am that profound of a loser. Yeah. Four hours. Oh, that's awesome. Do you have a good uh, firing or quitting story? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I don't think, uh, man, I worked at an Applebee's, uh, I worked one for a while and I went to one, one time I worked at one in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I remember going in like, and I just remember like being like, I've already worked at one. So I was like, I know everything. And like, <laughs> I was like, but I was like, a, I was like 20 or 21. Like I was just partying. Like I, I, I just, before I started comedy, I'm already done with college. All my friends were actually at going to university of Tennessee in Knoxville and like so they were going there and I was just kind of like maybe I'll move there and just hang out like I would just be the guy that hangs out townie yeah with all their buddies when they get done with like trying to do something with their life and then I went to the Applebee's and I remember just going and I think I just eventually just I just left like I, I think I did two days and then just kind of <laughs> just stopped showing up yeah just, that's that's another approach I mean yeah you just go I think I'm a big like I'd rather just leave and never see again <laughs> Like, I'm not a big, like, big, I don't, I don't need like that. a real like. Can you be a man and quit to my face? I'm like, I'll just you know, I'll I would love an email if I ever want someone not to do something. I would I think email and text or I don't it do it. Yeah, you didn't have that nice feeling to just go or to not come back. Or yeah. I've I've had jobs where I just decided not to come in that day. And it is really, it's a terrific feeling just to know yeah. that that will be the last I'll be interacting with that person. I'm yeah. doing it like, I'm, I'm taking a real coward's road here, but it is <laughs> yeah. a fine feeling. Or just leaving the yeah. building is nice. Too. Yeah. My brother's like really scared of speaking in front of people. And he took this job and um, it, it's ridiculous that this is the job he took, but he was trying to push himself. And he took this like job in, um, I think it was Chile, and he was some sort of exchange pro or something. And he was supposed to teach students, and he went up to teach that day, and he started to talk, and he was just like, I can't do this. So he turned around, walked out the door, and just ran down the street, yeah. and everybody was like, wait, they thought he went to the bathroom or something, and he just left, and he went into his, this little apartment he was staying at, and then he said they sent over this girl to see if he was okay, like just some girl that worked there, and um, he said she was like really hot, so they sent this like beautiful, striking woman, yeah. she knocked on his door, and he just wouldn't answer. Yeah. <laughs> And then she kept knocking and finally it's like, what? She's like, you left. The children yeah, are yeah. still waiting for you to teach them. Yeah. And he was like, I, I can't, I can't add. He just tried to shut the door in her face. And she was like, can you come back? I know this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I don't like the story. <laughs> yeah. no, it's so fine. she was like, come back tomorrow, please. Like, just come back. Yeah. We understand. We figured out that you're frightened, but just try again. So he was like, all right. So he was just like, but let me just shut the door now. And so he came back the next day, did the exact same thing. <laughs> 
as soon as he was about to talk, left the building immediately and just went running back to that little apartment. And the second day they did not call. And then he just went home. And he said it was one of the best feelings in his life to this, like after all the things he's accomplished, just that yeah. feeling when you first left, when you're like, I'm not going to do this. That first. Yeah. yeah. Making that decision. Yeah. Your, par- uh, your parents, that's what they, that, that story and your folding story. <laughs> like they had to be like, oh boy. Uh, we are going to be. a big party for him. A big going away party yeah. for him too. So it was the same as my dumb job, you know, where oh, everybody yeah. knew. And they, my aunt sent me like a letter congratulating <laughs> me about my stupid job at this oh. fat shoes and clothes. But the letter came after I'd been fired. Obviously. It was oh, I mean, four hours. Yeah. 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 It wasn't a time. There was no, she don't even know if she could even get there time to give it to you. So let's let's go over like what what would be like a piece of advice that you guys would give to your younger selves when you were starting out? Because I know you you guys have both been doing comedy, I think, around the same amount of time. I'm like, I think I'm 12 years. 12 and a half. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I mean, not that I'm like being like, I'm so happy with my career. I don't like I, but I don't. I mean, I just kind of did stuff at the whim. Like I, I started in Chicago, and then I just moved to New York. Just kind of like someone was like, "We should move, move there." So New York for a while. Then it was like we moved to L.A., and so I just did. I just kind of moved like whenever uh, I wanted to do. So uh, I don't. I mean, you know, not to say that I can't ever think. You know, it's like something to say. I think everybody should try everything. I think I never liked uh, when someone's like, "No, you don't need to do that." thing because it's not worth your time i think you should go learn that it's not worth your time like you should like uh so i've always you know i don't know i did a bunch of shows like uh i don't know maybe don't drink as much <laughs> that would literally be like maybe tone it down just uh, a little while to get there but yeah that's a good, basically that's, that's, a good that's, one. The, yeah, that's a good one um yeah. no i think that's probably good advice for anyone that's reflecting <laughs> I'd probably have to say I had so much anxiety when I started. Like, it was so out of control. And I mm-hmm. thought everybody that I met was, like, famous and they could change my whole life. And yeah. they didn't care. And I sucked. And so nobody's thinking about me. And I should probably not try to go on stage. You know, I should just yeah. go on stage and try to stay quiet yeah. and not worry so much. Yeah, but yeah. I feel I was definitely, like, everyone I interacted with, I'd obsess about the interaction. I'm still a little bit like that, but it's yeah. not as bad now, you know? Yeah. I think when I started, I was just so terrified all the time. And every person I met, I was so worried at every little thing, audition I didn't get. And, you know, you yeah. just, yeah, you, everybody that's doing anything. It's has like relax. Humiliated yeah. themselves so many times, failed so many times and still are continuing to do all of those things. Yeah. So, so not to think that every moment is so large. The most important. Yeah. Like, but it's good that you, and you learn that though. That's what like the thing, like you do learn that that is, but that is it. Like you almost got like the good thing now is like you learn, just keep your head down. You keep going forward. People, you know, people get stuff quicker. Some people it takes longer. Some people get stuff quicker then you catch back up to them. Like, so really it's like almost like if you're a young comic, it's like, just try to just keep going forward. As long as you're moving forward and evolving as a comedian, you're going to, you know, something should happen. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It might not happen. You ask me five, <laughs> like 10 years, I might be like, ah, no, it doesn't It'd be happen. funny if they yeah. edited this to be the most yeah. inspiring speech of all time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just play like soft, inspirational music behind that. And it might not work out. Just keep going forward. As long as you're moving forward and evolving as a comedian, you're going to, you know, something should happen. Maybe. I don't know. It might not happen. 
play this in 10 years and I'm wearing like a mailman here at this office, like being like, yeah, yeah, I should have told that guy it doesn't happen. Uh, so Rachel, uh, we're going to see you in Trainwreck this summer yes. in a scene. Yeah. Um, that's coming out in July. Mm-hmm. And what else is uh, happening with you this um, week? Let's see here. I'll be in Austin this week at the Moon Tower Festival at Cap City, one of my favorite clubs. I'll um, be there too. Though. Are you? Yeah. You're going to be at Moon Tower too? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, trying to think about what the next thing is after that. Um, it's all just this week stuff. Oh, my, uh, yeah, my album is coming out on Comedy Central Records. So you can look for that called Covered in Sin. And um, yeah. Awesome. And Nate, your special is coming out on May 2nd. May 2nd. On Comedy Central. On Comedy Central. 12 uh, midnight Eastern, 11 Central. And then the week before you can get it at Nate Bargetzi, com- what is it? Nate Bargetzi dot comedy direct dot com. Something like that. <laughs> my website will have it my website will have it neighborgetsy.com I'll have it up where you can buy it and download it and all that stuff just google it people yeah just bye. google it just be normal and figure it out thank you guys for joining me absolutely all right. loved it bye watch Nate's special Yay. Yay.